process, know your, know your trigger. A good example would be this. If price action pulls back into my kill zone, then look for RSI to go overbought. If RSI goes, or excuse me, oversold. If RSI goes oversold, then look for double bottom. If I get double bottom, then enter next bar market. If enter next bar market, then stops go one ATR below the lows, right? And it's, you see how it's a process, guys? Where you can literally, and I, I did this for years, right in the back of my uh, computer, back when I had like a single screen. Um, I literally had a checklist on my, uh, on my wall where it would be that if-then thought process of what I needed. And I'd look at a chart and I'd be like, okay, if kill zone, and I'd check it off, look for RSI, check it off. If RSI, then look for pin bar, right? You just check, by, check one by one by one as part of the process. And it's amazing what it will do to your trading. I think, I'm not sure if it was Cody or someone said the other day when we were talking about IPDE, um, is talking about it. it's it's like once you understand the IPDE process and what you're doing each part on it just gives you so much more so much more confidence right it's it's so there's this guy what's his name is it Nick Nick Walinda there's this guy that's about the tightrope tightrope uh volcano All right is that Nick Walinda do you guys know the name is called volcano live <laughs> He comes from like I heard, I heard this interview of, of him the other day, where he comes from a a basically a yeah Nick Walinda. He comes from a family of like tightropers, where they've broken all types of records. Like he's his great grandfather walked tightropes. They're all like carnies, right? And he's doing this interview. He's about to walk over. He's about to tightrope over a live volcano, right? He's gonna break a record um, for craziness and tightroping over a live volcano. I would guess. Um, and he was doing this interview and his mindset is amazing, right? Because they were asking this guy, they're like, you're, you're like, you're crazy. Um, like, how do you do this? And he said he has an insanely high life insurance bill, but they're like, you're crazy. How do you get yourself to do this? Like, how do you not like the, the, the guy doing the interview is like, I'm scared just like thinking about you about to do this. And he's like, how are you not scared? And he was like, and he was honest. He's like, well, I, I do get fearful, right? And it's a normal, it's a normal human element to get fearful, right? I think everyone gets fearful and nervous of stuff. No one is like, no one, no one lives without fear. Um, everyone kind of handles it differently, but no one lives without fear. And he talked about two examples, right? He talked about one example of, of why he's not very fearful is because he practices. He says, I'm fearful at first, but when you practice enough, that fear goes away because you're prepared, right? One of the biggest, do you guys know, know what probably the biggest fear um, on the planet is? We, we all share it to a degree. What do you think the biggest fear on the planet is? Not death, nope, not death. Loud noises, loud noises. <laughs> Anchor man, right? I think you killed the man, yeah. No, public speaking. Public speaking. It's public speaking. Standing, standing up in front of people with all the attention on you and speaking. 
Public speaking is, yeah. Yep, public speaking. And if you think about it, think back in, in your life when you were maybe a student and your teacher called on you and you had to give the answer in front of all your classmates, right? A little scary, right? What if I get it wrong? Or they're judging me. They're looking at me. What if I have a, a booger hanging out? Oh, what if my, my, my fly wasn't zipped, right? All the, the different things when everyone's attention is on you that could go wrong, right? I have a pimple today. What if everyone's just staring at my pimple, right? Public speaking. It's, it, it's, it's insanely difficult. Right? Now, I was a PR major in, in college, right? I was a business major. I took macro and microeconomics, and I, I almost failed them. And I was like, man, this economic stuff isn't for me. Let's switch. Um, and now this is what I do. But I switched to public relations because it was, it was basically uh, it was business marketing um, without the math. And I'm a very, I, I don't, I don't like being the center of attention at all. So public speaking wasn't something that I was comfortable with, right? Because I just don't like, I, I would rather float under the radar. In a perfect world, I would rather, like, people want to be rich and famous, right? And it should be wealthy and famous. I want to be wealthy, but not famous, right? I would like to have all the money in the world, but no one know who I am. That's just the type of person I am. I don't want you knowing me, Um that's why I don't really like the things I have to do for this business, like YouTube videos and stuff like that. Right? I don't necessarily like that part of it, um, but it's necessary. So public speaking was a, a big fear of mine. And what I learned throughout my career, and even things for like you guys going on to make YouTube videos, right? It's scary. I was talking to Latch and, and some other people the other day, and like I, they feel like an idiot's doing it. It's scary. But do you know the cure to avoiding to, to, to getting rid of that fear when it comes to public speaking? What's the solution? And it's not picturing everyone naked. That just makes it weird. Like, why? I don't, I don't get that. Why would you do that? Like, oh, just picture everyone naked. No, that just makes If there's one thing that's more awkward than speaking publicly, it's speaking publicly in front of a bunch of naked people. I guess it would be if you're naked yourself, that would even make it more awkward. Um, but still, that just makes it worse, right? The key to public speaking is being the authority figure, right? So when I get up and do a public speech, when I do a presentation at, let's say, a trader's event, right? I am no longer fearful. You know why? Because I know the most in the room. I am an expert in what I know. I am very confident. I've rehearsed it. I've searched it. I've done it, right? I'm 100% confident in every word that comes out my mouth. So there's no fear because I know I'm right. It's no different from being in an argument where you're equipped with the facts, right? You're arguing with someone and you have the facts in your arsenal and you know you're right. You're like, okay, whatever. I'm just telling you, dude, this is it. Like, I'm right. Like, you have 100% confidence. And when you have 100% confidence in you, guess what goes away? The fear. So when he says he trains and trains and trains and he trains with a gas mask and he trades, he, he trains with winds up to 90 miles per hour or whatever it is, um, right? He's trained for every single occurrence. He's trained if he slips and falls. He's trained if this happens. He trains if that happens, right? So all of that fear goes away. Now, I said there's still a little bit of a fear when he takes that first step, but his preparedness takes over from it, right? And it's, it's the same thing in, in trading. It's, it's, it's no different at all right? Why do people fear the markets? 
because they don't know what to do in the markets. Why do people fear money in general? A lot of people are scared of money. Why? Because they, they're not educated on how to handle money. Did you know that? People fear money. People fear success as well, but people are scared of money. And that's why they kind of sabotage themselves with money. But if you know what to do with money, right? If Gabrielle has a very specific investment plan, right? I, so when, when, when I, each month, when I, when, I, when, I, when, when I have my money, right? I know exactly where it goes as far as budgeting, right? So it's no longer fearful of, of anything, right? So when you know what you're doing in the markets, right? When you know that you need price action to come into your kill zone, you need the RSI to do this, you need this type of candlestick formation, is there any fear? Very little fear. There's still the fear of the uncertainty because you never know what's going to happen, but very little fear. And you know what else covers up that fear? The training. And what is the training? Not only just learning how to trade the correct way, but your back testing, right? When you go through that back testing process, that is us being Nick Walenda training on a tightrope over and over again, doing it over and over again, seeing the good, seeing the bad, preparing for this, preparing for that, and coming out the end of that back testing extremely confident in what you're doing. Right? If you don't come out of your back testing extremely confident that your strategy works, your strategy probably doesn't work or I don't even know. I don't even know what the answer would be. You just do. When you've done all that work and you see that, hey, this, this works. There's some good in it. There's some bad in it. I know, but it works. You come out with a massive amount of confidence and you've trained for that situation. It makes it much more easier to accomplish that situation in real life because you've trained for it. That fear is gone. And that's going to help massively. That's the only thing that can help massively with psychology. I, I got this. I got this. Uh, let me read you this 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 uh, Facebook message the other day. And I hope you guys don't mind the rant. We don't. Again, we we don't have a lot going on in the markets today. But like it, it's you know, it's often a simple, a very simple answer why people struggle. Come on, Facebook, give it to me. Uh, let me go through some of these one of these messages. But it was a trader who was struggling. Um, here it goes. He says, hello, Mr. Stokes. I hate when you call me that. I've been trading Forex for some years now. While I'm, most, while I'm mostly in the losing side, I make one big win, then lose the profit little by little, right? You guys ever been there? You have a nice win and then you just drain it? Give me a yes if that's been you. Yep. I have one big win and I lose it um, little by little profit. Um, in my time zone today is Friday. I stopped trading for the week. Then I open back the chart later this afternoon. I see all the setups I'm supposed to take that would have recovered for the losses, but I missed due to multiple previous losses. So essentially, right, he has one big win. He drains the account. Um, he stops trading because he's frustrated. And then he turns back on his computer and sees that he missed all these opportunities that would have made the money back. Um, he says, with my mind is in a negative zone, should I be taking setups in the same if the same scenario happened today? Um, I said, at this point, you should stop trading. Um, I say that because based on what you told me, I can see that there are issues with your trading psychology and most likely your strategy as well. Have you back tested the strategy that you use? And one, I think the trading psychology issues are pretty obvious there, right? Uh, those are issues that I faced myself, you know, my big $30,000 kabunkle. I stopped trading and I missed the opportunity to gain $60,000 back, right? Um, so that's a trading psychology easily, but it's also a strategy. It, it's a question is, um, you know, if your, 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 your profits should be outweighing your losses and maybe it's more because of the self-sabotage that, that, that those big wins 
are coming later, but you know, you, your, your losses should put you in a drawdown, but they shouldn't take up all of your profit. So it could be something with the trading strategy as well. I also said trading strategy because I doubt that the trader has a, I, I just, I assume no one has back tested. So he said, the strategy I use, um, I've been using it since 2016. My friend who I'm no longer in contact with introduced it to me. I did not use it consistently these few years as I'm in college. Now I'm finishing my degree, more red flags there. Um, from time to time back then, I know the system works. It's just that I usually lose big profit that I gain as time goes on and I end up revenge trading. When I calm myself down, I stop trading and then the setup appears to take off without me. It's frustrating because I usually see this when I stop trading. Then when coming back, it does not happen. Um, this week chart most pair I take now, uh, that part didn't make too much sense. And eventually I got to the point where I said, um, hey, so the problem, although the problem is on the psychological side, part of that is caused because you haven't back tested your strategy. Back testing will help you massively with your confidence and your ability to stick with the plan instead of revenge trading and staying out of winning opportunities. He said, I did some small back testing a few years ago, right? So this is the trader on the ropes, trying to fight it, trying to fight these Ali punches, right? I did some small, small back testing a few years ago. Does that sound like a confident trader to you? I did some small back testing. No, you, you, either you did the back testing or you didn't. Don't, don't give me, did some small back testing. I do some small back testing a few years ago. Um, I do experience good plan trades, but when the good plan trades, losses in a row, it messes with my mind. Um, should I continue to trade when I have multiple losses in that week if there are still potential setups in, um, in the waiting or should I stop for that week? I said, I don't think you should trade, period, until you've completed a full, and I yelled at him with the full in all caps, right? Back testing and work on your trading psychology. He said, okay, I understand. I need to do back testing properly. He yelled at me back. Um, what do you see about my psychology problem um, that I need the most? And it kind of went on, went on, went on, went on. And basically I said, um, oh, I said, he said something else. And I just wrote belief. Is that what you guys would say? Belief? He said, okay, I need to do back testing properly this time. What do you see about my psychology problem? I need guidance on that problem. From what I see, I have multiple losses and a good trade setup, right? Same old, same old. Immediately I have doubt in my plan. And when I come back to the chart, price moves. And I said, belief. There's no belief, right? Because if you believed in your system, would you stop trading during a drawdown? If anything, you would get more excited. I get excited during drawdowns because I know I'm getting the losses out the way and the winners are around the corner. So he says, ha, 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 I will strengthen it to try and brush off the losing trades. And I said, I know you laughed at me, but it's the truth. It's a lack in trust in yourself and in your trading strategy, which stems from a lack of belief. So it's like I'm telling you the answer four and five times and you just don't get it or you don't want to get it. But that's it, it's that's what it is. That's what it is. And that belief can only be it. That belief can only be gained by two things. Right. Real time experience. Right. Actually doing it in the market. And backtesting, right? Backtesting isn't as good as real-time experience, but it'll, it'll give you a little bit of belief, right? There's a big difference between playing at practice and, and, and playing in the game. But if you've never played in the game before, practice is the best experience you can get. At least it'll prepare you. It won't prepare you all the way. And there's still going to be that kind of that, that period of kind of doing weird stuff. As, you're, as you see that the real, the real game experience is a little bit different than the practice environment, a little bit more pressure, things move a little bit faster, um, but you won't fail, 
you'll just you'll just take time to adjust. If you don't practice at all, you'll fail. You won't be any bit prepared for the real game. At least if you practice, you'll be prepared and you'll you'll do some right things, you'll make a little bit of mistakes, but that's when the real-time experience will, you know, allow you to overcome that if, if you're if you're focused. And that's how you grow that belief. And then that starts a cycle, right? You have belief, you take the right actions, you take the right actions, you get the right results. You get the right results, your belief grows even stronger, you take more of the right actions, you get more of the right results, and boom, 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 boom. That's it. Preparation eliminates fear. Truth. <laughs>